Peace, love, and light reflections. Thank you so much for tuning in to Easy Evolving Garden. I appreciate your presence so much. This podcast is dedicated to evolving the Garden of Eve through interpretations and by sowing seeds of the good word so that we can release the shackles that misinterpretation may lead to. Now, if you are new, what's up? I'm your host, Alicia. If you are returning, welcome back. Either way, if you're here, I know y'all ready and y'all hungry, okay? I hear you saying, come on, Lily, come on, Lily, let's eat. Okay, so wait no longer. Come on, y'all, let's eat. Peace. Peace, 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 family. I hope this recording is reaching you in loving spirits. I hope you can hear the music in the background and it calms your vibrations as you are listening to my voice. I hope that you can feel that too. I'm so happy that you came back and stopped by to grab something to eat. I am so grateful for your presence. Do you know how special you are? I mean, you are so special. There's nobody else like you. And the fact that you would come eat with me speaks value. So I'm so grateful for that. Thank you for being here with me. You guys, today we are going to be in the book of Romans in chapter 8 verses 31 through 39 so we are we're not going to go too into the message today because the message didn't require too much okay so as always i'm going to go ahead and let you get comfortable with your bibles or comfortably seated water whatever you need so that you can hear the word comfortably and you won't be distracted or disturbed okay all right so with that being said let's get to it All right, now like I said, we are in Romans chapter 8 today, and I'm excited about what this word is going to teach me today, okay? I did the word myself, interpretation of the word, but rereading over things do help you gain clarity of things for yourself, so I'm excited about this, okay? Let's go, let's get into it. Verse 31, excuse me, verse 31, what then are we to say about these things? Let's back up some, because verse 30 says, And though he predestined, he also called. And and those he called, he also justified. And those he justified, he also glorified. Now on 31 it says, What then are we to say about these things, these wonderful works? If God is for us, who is against us? Okay. Now, first of all, let's go back a little bit. The title is called The Believer's Triumph. And that's just the believers, which is the follower of magic, triumph or victory. So the believers, victory. Okay. 31 is saying, I mean, what can I say? If God or good is for us, who could possibly be against us? And I know everybody has heard that scripture. Me too. This is ringing a bell for me because if you... If you really trust and believe in God, then why are you, why are we still fearful? Why do we live with so much fear but we trust God at the same time? We cannot we cannot trust or master two gods. We can't serve two gods. Which is why we we end up being double-minded a lot of times and we block our block we block our blessings of ourselves. And I'm gaining clarity of my own situation. If you, Spirit saying, if you know that you know that you know that you know, why have you put up, why are your blocks still up? 
Why are you a block to us? Because if God is for us, who shall I fear? Why is my why is my wall still up? And then that that's something that we would have to go in deep and do some healing to unlock the different records within your heart to reparent the things that happened to you so you can look at them in a different light because everything that has caused us pain is just a lesson in some way we just have to be able to see it that way so that it can unlock and we can let that go okay so he's saying if god if you know god is for us then who could possibly be against us 32 he did not even spare his own son but offered him up for all of us how will he not also how will he not also with him grant us everything? If he, if he didn't spare his own son, why do we think that we're going to be spared? It says, good of God did not, he didn't, good or the God and good did not even spare his own son's mind. But he sacrificed it in the name of good or God. He sacrificed it in the name of spirit for all of us as a down payment of all of our tests and trials to let us know. He brought the messenger. He sacrificed his own mind. He changed his own mind so that so that he could prove to himself that he was able to change his own mind. And if you know that God is with you, then you can break down the barriers. We don't need it anymore. Okay, so God didn't even spare his own son's mind. So why would he spare our son's mind? He sacrificed his son's mind and, and at the cost of a down payment for the collective. So he used his son's mind or his son's mind to grow, to show other people, hey, this is possible to grow no matter what you've been through. No matter who said what about you, no matter no matter what, you are still worthy to be loved. And the son of God, God's son still lives in you. That son mind is still there. You just have to stop leaving it. Stop leaving it and heal it. Where we at? Okay, so he said he sacrificed it in the name of God as a down payment for all of our tests and trial, trials. So, verse 3, who can bring an accusation against God's elect? God is the one who justifies. Who can, or who can bring negative claims against the goodness of God? If you see the goodness of God in somebody, who shall I fear? Because God knows all my good and bad, and he's the only one that can judge me. So, who can bring negative claims against the goodness of God? Goodness is he. Goodness, if he one who could, goodness, what am I, what was I trying to say here? Goodness is the one who good is the one, goodness is the one who declares, okay? Goodness is God. He declares what's right and what's wrong within you. If it's bad, we get all, we get anxiety or not bad because there's no real good and bad, but if it doesn't sit with our heart, then we get anxiety. Because it's not something that we really want to do. So you get all nervous and anxious. 
when essentially this is just saying, oh, I'm scared. I don't feel like I can really do this, which is telling your mind you can't do that. You're going to remember your past from when you weren't being able to do that. And then, boom, there's another wall created. And so your mind is not able to get past it until you do the work. Okay. Saying who is the one who who is the one who condemns or criticizes? God, right? So if God declares good, who declares bad? You. Now Jesus Christ, the messenger, the one who brought the message of the Son God, is the one who died, but he was rose forevermore because he decided to change his mind. He, Jesus Christ, the messenger or the son mind, the mind son, is at the right hand. And the right hand is symbolism for blessings and mercy, restitude, you know, revelation, to be redeemed, salvation. The right hand, <clears throat> Jesus, the, the messenger who had changed his mind for the collective to see, had been raised forevermore. He wasn't dead there anymore. Okay, dead just means sleep or unaware of what's going on. You're not creating your own dream. Okay, and he was the power to change the polarity of your life as long as we seek without with all of our heart. So as long as we seek with all of our heart and we overcome the things that are keeping us bounded to trauma from the past we'll be able to break those walls down but the only way we'll be able to do that is if we work through the healing because we've already put those those barriers or those walls up and I'm like dang it I hear somebody say dang it me too don't feel don't say dang it because I'm getting my my hope and my magic from you too we gonna help each other and as always if you need help just reach out to me because it might be something I need to hear from you as well Okay, so we bring life, we take life. It's all you. This is your universe. You've never been in anybody else's universe. So you don't know how they see life. You only know how you see life. This is your world and you're the only one seeing it through your lenses. If you don't change your mind or if we don't change our minds and and try to work through the pain, which it is going to hurt, it sounds easier said than done. But if we don't work through the pain that is holding us back is just going to continue to hold us back in fear and that just says that I don't believe I'm worthy you have to know that you know that you know that you're worthy to erase this wall and spark inception of something beautiful right let's move on 35 who can separate us from love of Christ can affliction or distress, or persecution, or famine, like hunger, or nakedness, or the dangers of a sword, somebody's mouth against us. Okay, so that's saying, who can separate you from the love you have learned through understanding of pain, of your lessons? So the things that you have learned, who can separate you from them? Whether it's love, hate, joy, pain, happiness, the things that you have learned, who who is the only person that can separate us from that? 
first of all, who is the only person that knows our real wrong and right? Everybody can speak on what they know we have done or what they think we have done or have not done. But they don't know because they have not seen our universe. They're operating from their own universe. And in order for you to see what my universe looks like, you have to be a part of my universe. I have to allow you to join me. Under understanding. Otherwise, we have to stay focused on ourselves. So focused on ourselves that we start to heal the pain. We start to become aware of the things that are holding us back so that we can heal from them. And y'all, man, I know it's hard. I know it's hard because I've been going through it a lot lately also. <clears throat> but you know what? The, the beauty of going through things and things not working is that we find other ways to do it. I heard God say yesterday, I have to tell you no so that you can grow. I have to tell you no so I can see if you're for real about growing. Because if you're for real, you'll find other ways of doing what you need to do. Also, I will say that if you want something, you have to be in the same vibration of it to keep it. So if happiness is if you if want happiness, you don't have to be happy all the time. You don't have to truly feel happiness. You cannot trick your mind. I can't trick my mind. It's so hard. Everything that you experience right now, your children and your relationships, all of that is a reflection of how you see your mind. You're just looking out of your own lenses at, at your mind. And until you're ready to feel the pain, and heal the pain. Get real about how you feel so you can heal. You're going to recycle the same things in your head. You know what I realized? My children are, are manifestations of a lot of my thoughts. And when I realized that, it became so scary for me. Because it's like, well, okay, if I knew how to go back and fix what happened to me or the way I felt or what I feel happened to me, I could fix what's going on in front of me. That's why our children, sometimes it feels like they're a little chaotic. It's because where are you mentally at that moment? Start to pay attention to how you feel when things are going on. Instead of getting upset and anxious, because it's always so, it's so much easier to get upset. But instead, next time, if you really want to feel the pain so that you can heal, Try to stay in that moment to see how you can switch up the scene. Become the observer and look at your stage and put it exactly the way that you want it in your mind instead of remembering how it went last time somebody heard you. Because this is not that day. We're not living there anymore. In fact, all we have is the moment right now. So anything that is beyond this moment right now does not even exist anymore. It's just your mind telling you a lie. Our minds lie to us all the time because we lie to it. So when we want to change, your mind is like, huh, no, you don't. You haven't wanted to change in 20 years. Now you want me to change? I don't believe you. You're going to have to show me. Love is an action word. And it's in action for a reason, because people don't hear love, because love is not heard, it's felt. 
So in order for you to fill your cup back up with love, you're going to have to make it work with action. You're going to have to change. We're going to have to change. And it's hard, but we got this. Okay? I've been doing it. And if I can do some of the work, I know anybody can do it. Because I didn't think that I could either. I know I can. And you have to know that you can, too. Okay? Okay, so 35 is saying, who can separate you from the love you have learned? The love you learn through all the understanding of pain of your lessons or your experiences. Nobody, nobody can take the love away from that you got. From. If you, if you listen, listen, some of our loved ones have lived treasure, treasures with us, but because of our hurt, we're not able to remember them anymore. We might have loved ones that only lived with love and they left us here with love. But yet we live our life through hate as if we have never even met them. We live our life through fear as if they never even existed. So did they not have an impact on you? Only the bad people have impacts on us? That's a miserable life. That's just hell and suffering. To keep reminding your poor brain over and over and over again. Subliminally and consciously of things that hurt you. And that's just saying, boom, I do not care about myself. Okay? Nobody can take the love or the God from you because it's already in within you. You just have to seek it. Ask for help and carry out the work. Okay? So who can love you like me? Nobody. Nobody. And not me. Saying that to yourself when you're saying that. Who can love you like me? You singing that to yourself. And you're going to say, nobody, nobody, baby. And start believing it. Start saying it over and over again. Nobody can love me like me. I know what time I like to go to bed at nighttime. I love. I know my favorite food. I know my favorite color. I know my favorite movie. I don't have to ask myself no questions because I already know. Who knows you like that? The only person that does is the God within you. And if God knows you, who can steer you wrong? If God or good is for us, who could possibly be for us if they can't take the love out of us? How can they? They can't do nothing to us. All right. 36. As it is written, this is what it says is written. Because of you, we are being put to death all day long. We are counted as sheep to be slaughtered. This is what the sales are saying. Oh, you of little faith. You of little faith. Because of your weak mind. Because you're not able to overcome. And I'm not saying you're weak, because sometimes I am. Because of our weak mind, so because we're so used to habit. We can't overcome our minds because we've built up these walls based on things that have happened to us in the past. So we don't even live in the moment. And if you're not living in the moment, you can't change the past. Because you're, how can you change the past when you're living in the past? You only can change the past now so it changes the future tomorrow. 
Okay? So that's just saying nothing, nothing could ever be done to take away the power of love within you except you. You are the only one that can say, yes, I love myself or no, I love myself. And remember, we just said love is an action word. It is not heard. It is felt. And when you do things you love, you absolutely feel it inside of your heart. You're like, oh, I love this. This makes me feel so good. You get this joy. When love is in you, you get joy. There's no lack. Okay. So where are we here? Nothing, nothing could ever be done to take away the power of love within you except you. You're the only one that can give love to you and you're the only one that can take it. And when you decide to fill your cup up with take all that pain that is in that other cup, you got a cup full of pain and a cup full of love. Take that painful cup and spill it over and cause it to make a waterfall of love into the other cup. That's beautiful spirit. Be the alchemist of love. Switch that pain over to love. Isn't that beautiful? Can you hear the Indian flutes in the back with the water? And I see a waterfall right now. I would just... Oh, what I'm looking at is this paradise. It just would be heaven for me. It is an Indian flute with a... It's a thunderstorm in a rainforest. And it's just the most beautiful sight ever. And I'm sitting here looking at it through my lenses. Because right now I feel beautiful. So to me that is beautiful. Everything is ran off of how you feel. That's how you change your mind. And if you can say as much as you want. I'm changed. But until you match your feelings with the way you're, with the words that are coming out of your mouth. And the actions. See, think, feel, say. They have to go together in one. Then you're not living in the now and you're creating from the past. If you have hurt in the past and you're living in the past still, you only can create things that are still in the past. You can't create anything new. So yeah, this can be beautiful. But if I see beauty as if somebody told me something was beautiful in the back, but then back in the day, but then they turn around and hurt me, I'm going to equate this beautiful with, oh, yeah, but then this might happen in my mind. And then this is not going to be beautiful to me no more. Your mind is a jealous guy. And so if you think anything outside of you, it feels like you're rejecting yourself. And that's why we feel like that. Okay, let's get back here. Okay, it says, God, good word says, because of you, we are being put to death all day long. So your body is telling you, that's why we hurt, we be in pain, we need to stretch, our bones be popping, stomach be hungry. We think that hunger is meaning we're hungry all the time. A lot of times it means that your body needs to cleanse the toxins out. And because food is a drug, your body reacts when you don't have it inside of it. If you don't have food in your body, you will get triggered like a drug and so that you can go put food in your body. Okay? That's why we can fast and things like that. 
And when you when you practice fasting, when you get into it, after three days of fasting, you lose hunger. But if you eat anything before then, hunger is going to be hard to get rid of. But it's all mental. Okay? That's basically what I'm saying. Everything is mental. It says, because, so his body is saying, because of you, we are suffering. Because of your mind, we don't know who we are. Because love wants to know who it is. The universe wants to know who it is through you. So it's trying to put you in situations so that you can grow. But if you are choosing to stay de- dependent on the pain that has hurt you in the past, no, I'm not going to do this because that man over there hurt me. That's not the same man. No, I'm not going to do this because my mama did this to me. Well, you are not your mother anymore. You're a whole grown adult and you're capable of getting yourself together now. Just like me. I used to have issues like mother issues and sometimes I still do and I have to be like, whoa, where is this coming from? Because I said that I am healing myself and I understand that she was she was teaching and raising us off of the, off of her hurt. And I'm choosing to break that cycle. So we don't do that here. I tell my thoughts, we don't do that here. Not anymore. Or the devil is a lie. Or whatever you got to say to get yourself back into a loving place. Because if you want love, you have to match the vibration. You have to feel love to get love. Otherwise, you are telling your body you don't love it. You feeding it all kinds of food. You're crying. You're hurting. You're wishing for this to stop and why does this keep happening to me and it's all because your body feels like you don't love it anymore it's like don't you see I'm, I'm doing all this stuff for you I'm feeding I'm making sure you breathe while you sleep uh, I keep your eyes going I keep your heart beating and, and you just left me you don't even care about me anymore so it's having a tantrum just like kids our inner children are having tantrums And are they wrong? Because, yes, we have left ourselves in the past. And we've been misled because they tell us to guard our hearts. And, yeah, you should have boundaries, but don't guard your heart. Because if you have a guard around your heart, love cannot get in. So you'll be able to give love, but you won't be able to receive it. Okay? Okay, and, and to do all that suffering, just that's hell. You can have heaven and hell on earth. You can choose. Okay, and then we are counted as sheep to be slaughtered. That just means we're sleep sheep. We just follow the outside master waiting for death. We basically just waiting for death. We just going on a on a one of them um what is it called? You know how y'all be, how we be getting on this like belt and it just moves us without us walking. We just sitting up here waiting for our turn, our, our line and number. Oh, you got to die one day. Everybody got to die from something. I hear spirits saying. That's the type of attitudes we live now. I'm not about to change. So we all got to die from something. So I'm going to keep feeding myself death because I don't believe that I'm worth love. Is what our bodies feel like we tell ourselves when we tell ourselves no. 
Now, there's a difference between being neglectful to yourself and, and teaching yourself discipline for the greater good. You have to decide that in your mind so that your body can go along with the actions and not feel like you're abusing it. 37. 37 says, no, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. That's saying, say no to all the things that come against you and does not agree with your heart. Say no. If somebody asks you to do something and you don't absolutely feel like you want to jump out and say yes, like, yes, thank you for asking me that. I would very, I, I would be grateful to be a part of that experience. If you don't feel like it's going to bring you happiness or you're going to be happy to do that or you might feel regretful, regretful later, do not do it. Because it won't be given with love and you won't feel like you're going to receive love back. Because it, it wasn't set with an intention of love. Because you really didn't want to do it. You think your mind, you think, we think our minds know, don't know that our real intentions. We can't trick our minds. We can do all types of prayer, all types of work, and all this and that. But we cannot trick our minds. The only thing that really works is action. You have to prove it. You're going to have to reunite the masculine and the feminine parts in your mind. Pull them together and understand that you are a creator. And you have to make your mind believe that now. This power is in everybody. It's, this, is a, this is something that's in everybody. You are a creator and I promise you. I just have to tell about one of my experiences. And this is not to brag or anything. But when I realized... And I was creating stuff. And it's not about a coincidence. I was watching TV. And the TV was really reflecting what was on my mind. It was crazy. Dope. Okay. I definitely believe in magic. It's just that sometimes I have a hard time. Staying in the same vibration as magic. So that it can continue. Because I'm human. And I'm still learning. And I'm still growing in my unhealthy ways. Okay. I am a work in progress. And as long as you continue to work, that is where you're going to grow. I feel like I hit the lottery when I learned to change myself. Because it's hard to do that. Okay, but I know you can do it. Because if I can try to do it, you can try to do it too. We can try. Okay. 38. 37. Oh, no, it says, say no to all the things that came that come against you and don't agree with your heart. So do only what you love, only what you absolutely love, so that love can get back in you. No matter what you have done, love is waiting to come back into you. That's why you have painful thoughts or you might have pain or whatever. That's just because of love trying to get back into you. When you get an ouchie, what does your mom do? Kiss your boo-boo. And the, the divine feminine part of you is trying to nurture you. Because that's what nature does. It tries to fix thing, things all the time so that it can be better. So you get a store where your one of your wombs open. Somebody triggers you by saying something. That's God right there saying, hold up. there's so, I found something. I found something. Something right here. It's a golden ticket. You can take it and change or you can stay the same. You choose. God will always love you guys. 
God will always love us. As long as you love yourself, God will not be a jealous God and not put you through suffering and pain. But if you do not love yourself, the God in you is going to have a tantrum. Is, is the God in you having a tantrum? I know earlier, the God inside of me was having a tantrum. I'm honest. And I had to go and quiet myself down, put my children down for a nap, and just speak to myself. Like, okay, what is causing this? How can I help? How can I make it better? Because we are more than conquerors. Like, we are more than doers getting things done all the time. We are more than people pleasers through the one who first loved us. We, we're more than that. We are love receivers too. But in order to receive love, you have to be vulnerable enough to let your pain show. You can't be one that's double-minded like, oh, let me hide behind this mask and talk about this person while I have a sigh in my eye too. And I'm not willing to change mine, but they need to change theirs. That's where the judgment comes from. You got to be all the way real with yourself and be ready to feel that. Be ready to feel it. It's going to sting. Oh, the anxiety that comes from it. But guess what? As long as you conversing with God the whole time, you can sit there and talk to yourself in your head the whole time. And if you think you can't do it, okay. Now, say the God within me out loud. The God within me. Now say it inside your mind without you talking. You talk to yourself in your mind all the time. Say, the God within me. There you go. There it is. Use that voice to talk to yourself when you're having a hard time getting through things. When you have a fearful, lying thought telling you that you can't do it, back it up by saying, yes, I can. This is a lie. Intruder. This is the enemy. This is not me. Who sent you? Because you can go right back on to the sender. Because um, I don't believe in that. We don't do that over here. Okay. All right, now 37. Okay, 38. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, not any powers, nor height, nor depth. You can be high or low. Nor any other created thing will be able to separate us from love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Nothing. It don't. This Bible is saying you can be near death or life. You can be an angel or a master. You can be the devil. You can be you, none of it. Nothing from your past is going to harm your future. Nothing that's outside of what you can see is going to hurt what's underneath what you can't see. Because what is for us through God is going to be for us through God. Nobody can do anything about that. Ain't that powerful? That people can say whatever they want to say. And let me tell you something. People that are on the outside of you, you're the only person, really. They are just different parts of your brain speaking to you. Is that not mind-blowing? They are different parts of your brain telling you how you really feel about you. So when you get triggered, you're getting triggered because you're triggering yourself because that person just told you you're only triggered because that person told you how you felt. 
or brought up in a past memory and reminded you of how you felt. And it opens up an injury. And remember, injury is the only way love can get in. You know the big H's when you're on the way to the hospital? That can be heaven too. And it's because that's the age because heaven has age as love. Because you get hurt, the hospital heals you. And so that's like heaven. See what I'm saying? But you can heal yourself and you can become your own master. All right, so we have to learn to love and let go. Okay. So, so, yeah, so I think that this is a very good, I think that this was very good. I got silent at the end because we had a visitor walk in. But I'm just so glad that this message came out because I feel like I needed to hear it too. And I'm so happy like when a message comes out. That is for me also because I am far from perfect. So whenever I'm able to help and the message is able to reach back to me as well, um, that's when I be saying when I'm talking when I'm saying like you guys help me help y'all help me. You know, with that being said, you know God, I hope that this I hope that you allow this message to reach the ears of whoever it is that needs to hear it. And, and put the spirit upon them so that they are able to understand whatever it is that they need to understand right now so that they can understand that whatever is causing them pain is a yell for help so that love can get back in. Put that on my spirit too so that I can remind myself every single time that something st- when something stings me that something outside of me doesn't have to define me. I'm the only person that allows that can say yes or no to something defining me. So to, so just help us remember, help us to remember in the times of need that we are loved and that outside validations are not, we don't have to agree to the way that we feel inside. We are the only people or the only ones that have that say in God within us. So let's learn to be non-judgmental towards ourselves and the things that we have been through so that we can allow ourselves to heal from the things that we've been through. Because it's not easy. And if we're judgmental towards ourselves, then we're not going to be able to... If we're judgmental to ourselves or to other people while they're bumping their heads and learning how to walk, or fly, because we're all learning how to fly. So if we're judgmental to other pe- other people, when it comes time for us, when we're triggered, we're going to judge ourselves as well. So if you do not want it to be done to you, don't judge others and then vice versa. We have to be vulnerable with other people and vulnerable with ourselves. Now, that does not mean that you can't put up boundaries because you put up boundaries so that you can stay healthy and in and you put yourself around people that are going to care about you having a healthy mental state. Because that's important. We create our whole worlds off of mental. All right. So with that being said, God, like I just said, that was my prayer word up to the God within you. Is that you allow yourself to be vulnerable during this message right now. To 
look over your past in your life or your mental and see where it is or what it is that you may need to heal from that is calling you, that is telling you, like, I feel neglected. I feel like you're not doing things that you love anymore. Like, you left me behind. Come back and pick me up. I need you. Like, you need yourself. So I'm just grateful for that message to be able to come through me because I needed to hear that today, too. I am so appreciative that you guys was able to to um, allow me to um, get everything together for you guys in a timely manner. I believe it is a divine time. So anyways, thank you for coming to eat with me. I do appreciate your presence. I hope everything was good for you. Peace.